You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're joining me for episode 156 of the Blended Family Podcast. It's good to be back after a short two-week break. And I say short because it really flew by for me. I wasn't really off of work. I still had to work every day and... Sometimes it's slow this time of year, but this year we actually stayed really busy. Also, the kids were all home the entire time, and so there really, unfortunately, wasn't any downtime like I thought I'd have. I'm sure you can all relate. You think you'll relax over a holiday break, and somehow relaxing is the last thing you get to do. We did have a nice Christmas. We had all of the kids together on Christmas Day this year, which is rare. We usually celebrate on a different day, but this year it worked out great. Same for New Year's. We stayed home with the kids which is our third year doing so. I don't know, it just seems like the older we get, the less we want to go out on New Year's Eve. Sean and I can party like the rest of them, but we don't drink, nor do we really like being around a really big drinking crowd. For some reason, people get extra drunk that night. And it's been cold here in Florida. I feel bad even complaining, as I know some of you are suffering way more than me. This has been a really bad winter for many of you. But I live here because I can't tolerate cold temperatures. We actually had some snow flurries a couple of hours north of me here in Florida, which is very unusual. So it is cold. We did catch two movies. We saw Jumanji, which was very funny. And then we saw The Greatest Showman, which was unbelievable. If you have a chance to see it, I highly recommend it. And really, it's great for the entire family. We didn't take the kids to see it because... Well, our kids don't really like musicals, but I loved it so much. I actually want to go see it again, and the soundtrack, just incredible. So enough about me. How about you? When I last left you back in December, I gave you a homework assignment. I asked you to do some scripting about what you wanted your future life to look like in 2018. If you missed that episode, go back and take a listen, episode 155, because it's never too late to do that work. In fact, I would love it if you made it into a regular practice. Some people script daily, weekly, even monthly is fine. I'm hoping that many of you decided to try it. And if you did and you wanna share how it went or what you thought about it, please do. You can always comment on the show notes or share in the Facebook group or email me, melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. I'm really curious how many of you participated in that. So now, you've envisioned your future life. I want you to be excited about it. Even if your holiday was terrible or stressful, it's okay. It's time for a fresh start. But what are you still holding on to from last year that's not serving you well? Is it anger or bitterness? Is it fear, frustration? Or is it old patterns or habits? Friends that are toxic, think about it. Because along with planning your new life, we need to get rid of what's holding you back so that we can make room for new things, better things. How can you be the healthiest version of yourself if you're still smoking or drinking? How can you have the new friends you're hoping for 
if you only surround yourself with the same old friends who aren't helping you grow. So look at the things you're hoping for in the new year and then figure out what you need to shed in order to get those things and to have the life that you truly want. I know I talk a lot on this podcast about self-improvement and there's a reason for that. Being happy and fulfilled in your life enables you to create a happy and fulfilled blended family. Now, I can sit here all day and talk about the struggles of blended families, but the problems aren't going to go away unless we learn how to change and help ourselves. Much of what we deal with in blended families are really about emotions, coping skills, and communication. And that is why I do incorporate so much self-work here on the show. All right, so I do have a short interview today as well as a giveaway, so make sure you stay tuned at the end of the show to hear who the winner is, and we will get to that interview in just a moment. First, I just need to make a few quick announcements because it's been a while since I've been here. Uh, I did get a new five-star review from FinnP123, and it says, down-to-earth advice, Melissa looks at all angles and perspectives. Thank you for that Review listeners, your reviews in iTunes help me out a lot. Please consider taking a moment to leave me one so that other people can find the show. The more reviews I have, the more visible I am, and then I can help more people. Topic ideas or questions can be sent to me by email. Perhaps there's something you want me to cover or you want me to revisit a previous topic. Let me know. Or maybe you have a question that I might want to answer on the show. Sometimes I take a question and I'll make an entire episode out of it. So once again, if you want to do that, my email is melissa at Blended Family Podcast. It's nice and easy. For those of you who might be new, come check out our private Facebook group. It's free to join and it's growing every day. You can find us at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. And last, if you are really serious about making changes this year in your life, consider scheduling a coaching session with me. There are all kinds of things we can work on together, not just for you, but for your entire blended family. And if you're not sure if we're a fit, you can schedule a free mini session, and that should help answer any questions you might have, as well as I'll be able to give you an idea of how I think I can help you moving forward. The link for that is blendedfamilypodcast.com slash schedule. All of the links I mention are always in the show notes for you as well. So that is all for my announcements. I'm going to play this interview for you, but don't forget to listen after to hear who is the winner of this month's giveaway. Enjoy. I am joined today by Dr. Jody Dean. She is a clinical psychologist with 28 years of experience specializing in children, adolescents, and athletes. Her medical affiliations include Senior Clinical Account Executive, United Healthcare and Aetna Director, and Employee Assistance Program at Hughes Electronics and DirecTV. She earned her PhD in clinical psychology in 1987 and her master's in clinical psychology in 1985 from California School of Professional Psychology. Jody has authored numerous magazine and professional journal articles. She continues to consult from her home in Wildwood, Missouri, where she lives with her three dogs, including Roxy. Welcome, Jody. Thank you for being here today. Mm-hmm. 
Good afternoon, Melissa. This is great. Thanks for having me. Of course. So we're here today to talk about your book, Roxy the Doxy Finds Her Forever Home. You obviously have a lot of experience, I could tell from your bio, in your 28 years of working with people. So what prompted you to write a book? You know, it was probably, you know, the same reason you started your podcast. It's a number of ideas that just sort of come together at one time. Obviously, a number of years of working with um, families and kids and so on. And as well as, uh, you know, the love of writing. I've written some. I've never written a book, but I love to read. When I was young, I loved to read books. I was always that nerdy kid who had books with me all the time. And then, you know, working with dogs. I handle dogs. Um, Roxy does dog sports and things like that. So I was lucky enough to just sort of have all these things collide in space. And I thought, well, here's a way maybe I could help kids, you know, start through the eyes of Roxy because in therapy or, you know, in school settings, social services settings, kids find it easier to emote through toys and games and play. And I thought Roxy is a perfect little living, breathing entity to help kids navigate challenges. Absolutely. I used to be a book reader, too, when I was a kid. So I completely understand that. Now, I want to point out that the book is marketed towards adoptive families and foster children, which are considered blended families as well, just maybe not in the sense that most people describe a blended family. But I wanted to feature you here, Jody, because whether kids are adopted or are stepchildren, they do go through very similar emotions when blending with a new family. So tell us what the story is about and what is the message you're trying to get across to the reader? Sure. Um, well, the first thing I want to make sure this is clear uh, to people who have adopted kids or blended families, and like you said, exactly, any kind of change in the family dynamic you know, layers of issues that can happen. So it's very similar. Um, not a, not comparing a dog, bringing in a dog as an adopted pet to a blended family with humans, and not at all. Right. Um, the intent of the book really is to, um, you know, kids, kids going through difficulties and things like that. The intent of the book was really to have something for parents to read to the kids, and it can be either the child was adopted, the child was a st- is a stepchild, you know, navigating some of those feelings. And there's another character in the book, Mina, who's a dog that's already there, sort of representing maybe a bio child, maybe a stepchild that was there first, and there's another stepchild coming in, or there is a half-sister coming in, there's an adopted kid coming in. I've seen all these situations, as you probably have as well. Yeah. So. That's an opportunity for a child to talk about what they might feel like with having a new one come in. You know, this is my house. I have my time with my parents or my parent. How is this going to impact me? Like, what do I have to share? How is this going to change my life? Was I not good enough? Mm. Very good. So lots of messages there. That's great. You know, you're the second author I've had that features a dog and a children's book. And I'm assuming, and and you actually said it, animals are easier for children to relate to. But I also know that Roxy has her own real life story. So why did you choose to use Roxy for this book? Well, so Roxy did really go through adoption and she came from her original home was not a good situation. And, you know, we do see kids coming from not good situations. And um, so she came from into foster care, and then she came to live with me. And Roxy had a little bit of fear. Um, when I got her, she was uh, uncomfortable and didn't really know what to do with herself. And I started working with her just like you do with kids, one day at a time. 
let's take this step. Let's, you know, try this. And she really, she really did kind of find her sea legs, if as it were, found her personality. And so I just thought she was such a, an optimistic character for kids to, um, to be able to relate to. And, and, and it's kind of visually appealing. I mean, kids love pictures. They love seeing that she's a real dog. They email her and ask her questions. It's hysterical, some of the Aww. things they ask. So it was, you know, sort of this living, breathing ambassador for kids with issues. Yeah, that's great. And for the listeners, there's even a section in the book that talks about the real Roxy the Doxy, which I'm sure the kids love. And the other thing that sets this book apart is that, Jody, you include at the end a section called Guides to Adoption for Parents and Therapists. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. So, I wanted to add a little something to this because there are a ton of wonderful kids books out there. And I thought, you know, why don't we do this? Let's, you know, parents have come to me and said, okay, what, what do I say? <laughs> what do I not say? Where's my cookbook for all this? You know, just like parents always want. And I thought, okay, parents know what they're doing. You know, they really do. But let's give parents, and actually teachers have said that they are using the parent guide in the classroom. Let's just give some talking points. You know, these are things that um, I collaborated with my therapist friend. So between the two of us, we probably have 40, 45 years of experience with kids. These are some things that the parents can talk to them about, questions they can ask, leading questions to kind of vet out some of their feelings. And here's sort of the may want to avoid this or what to do if this comes up, just so the parents have a little bit more comfort when they're using the book. Similarly, with the uh, clinician guide, therapists can use the book in their private practice or in their setting, whatever they might be working, um, the social services setting or so on. And again, while clinicians know their business and they know they know what they're doing, it was, again, just a tool to adjunct their, their already um, successful ongoing therapy with the kids. So it's just a little extra. Well, I think it was a really nice touch. And I think that it really helps parents because we really sometimes don't know what to say and don't know what to do. We don't have guidebooks to tell us all the time how to talk to our kids. So I love that you added that. I think that was very, very smart. Um, I know that you're planning on making this into a series. So what's next for Roxy after this? Sure. So the next book will be Roxy the Doxy, the new dog at school. And this will chronicle Roxy. Sort of the real story is um, I took her to an obedience class when I got her. And it was, a thankfully, a really good trainer in Orange County because we lived in California then. And she went, I mean, it was a disaster at first. It really was. She, I didn't know what I was doing. She didn't know what she was doing. But over time, she you know, made friends with other dogs. She became very good. She had to take a test and pass the test and so on. So this one will be for kids who have school anxiety, test anxiety, concerns about I'm the new kid, how do I make friends, bullying, what happens if, where do I go. So that everything from soup to nuts relative to an experience that kids might have at school um, and then a good outcome, of course. Well, that sounds great. And we will be sure to check out the books as they are released. So make sure that you let us know. Um, and before we go, can you please tell everyone how to find you and your book? Sure. 
Um, the website is www.tallyhopublishing.com. That's tallyho, T-A-L-L-Y-H-O. Additionally, we are on Facebook. We have a page called Roxy the Doxy Books. So you can check us out on Facebook. We do some cool posts and we um, have blogs. My friend of mine wrote a blog or wrote a little thing for us. It's on there. She's a single mom and she adopted many years ago from Nicaragua. And her story is quite compelling. <laughs> wow. She got stuck there for a few days um, with this young child who had intestinal parasites. And it just, I mean, it's just like you go, wow, how did you get through this? Um, but they did. And, and she's grown up now. She's great. So there's a lot of information there. And then we are on Twitter, um, Tally Ho Publish. Perfect. And I will be sure to add all of those links that you mentioned into the show notes for the listeners. Jody, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And thank you for the work that you do. Books are such a great way to connect with children while delivering important messages in a way that they understand. So thank you for doing that. And I appreciate you being here. Well, thanks for having me, Melissa. Have a great day. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview. And I'm giving away a hard copy of the book to one lucky listener. Again, if you're new here, I try to do a giveaway every month, and I always select someone who is on my list. So if you would like a chance at winning, all you have to do is opt in at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash subscribe. So for today, the winner is fihampshire at gmail.com. I'll be emailing you to arrange shipping on that, and I hope you enjoy it. For everyone else, if you would like your own copy of Roxy the Doxy by Jody Dean, I will include the link to purchase in the show notes as well as every other way that you can get in contact with Jody Dean. Thank you all so much for listening today. It feels so good to be back. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.